Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Episode 85 of Drunk on Broad. Tonight we're drunk on the fightings. Listen, we had to bring we had to bring in some uh some heavy artillery to you know kind of fill in the blanks here. Mike, we got Mike from Fired Up. Mike, what's going on, hey, bro? Hey, what's going on, Don? You guys are getting real close to that 100 uh, 100 episode mark. We're getting we're we getting are. there. We're getting there. We'll be I imagine we'll probably be in like hmm, uh, like week like maybe like right around week ten, I think it is. Depends on either, you okay. know, if or not we we kind of intersperse these episodes. We'll probably start doing some Sixers episodes, but we're we're kind of aiming for some. We're, we're, we've been talking about that that Eagles bye week. What do we do with that Eagles bye week? Do we go like all fantasy stuff? But we've been thinking about talking and putting it out there for people. Like if we have like a ten minute segment with like a bunch of people, a bunch of different people that do podcasts and just bring them in and just kind of do like a mid season kind of recap. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, listen, we got, we got the, we, listen, we got the the sponsor scrolling across the bottom. We got the, if you want to check them out, go to the, the, the link tree in, in our bio, Chris, what's going on, brother. We got a, I, I would love to be on here and say we have some big things to talk about. Yeah. We do, but for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. September has turned into September. 
Yeah, it's weird. There's probably more to talk about now than if they rattled like seven of the last ten off. You know, because then, all right, we're cruising into the playoffs. We got a lot more to talk about now. Three and ten in their last 13 from a team that's supposed to be viable for a playoff spot. It looked like it was a lock a month ago, right? I think a month ago they were five or six games up. We, I mean, listen, on, on both shows we were talking about hanging up the bunting and putting, you know, getting ready for Red October. And they, like, I can't even say that they're like limping in. They're like literally, like, it's like someone, like, they're drunk and someone is behind them shoving them in <laughs> because the Brewers, if the Brewers were even playing 500, they wouldn't even be in the conversation at this point. Yeah, it's 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 bad. The the thing, and if they obviously we've been talking about, we want the Phillies to make the playoffs, right? You, you want a hundred percent. You know what I mean? You want the the young core guys like Alec Bohm, guys like Bryson Stott to get playoff experience. But Absolutely. I think, but I think how you get it matters. And right now, it just seems like even if they get in, do they deserve it? You know what I mean? No, and if they get in, I think at this point, what they play the Cardinals, they match up with the Cardinals. No, uh, nah, they um, they're with the Nationals, and they play the Astros. No, no I'm saying if they like if the oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. Yes, they would play. Yes, they would play the Cardinals. Would, sorry, yep. And to be honest, like I don't like I know that recently, like they they reset the rotation to kind of, but now the guy like you squander half decent. Now Wheeler had a good had a good outing in Chicago. You, you squander Nola's outing, right, and whatever's left of Nola's outings in September, which are normally terrible. Yeah, right? he's, he's been pitching well recently. Right. Yeah. But you squander those yep. in Chicago, and now you're set up where those games in Houston you might need, and you're not gonna you're not gonna have your two best guys pitching in those games. Yeah, um, I'm curious as to like where Houston's at in their effort level because like they they have nothing to play for. Um, so I, you who knows if you'll see a Verlander go, you know what I mean? So yeah, you could see like a guy getting a spot start so they can start setting up the rotation for the playoffs, right? Exactly. Um, it's but uh, back to the back to the Cardinals, like they're sure. beatable even if they do match up with them. Very, the first yes, round. they're they're a beatable team. Listen, if you're talking about matchups, if it's got to be the Cardinals or the Braves, right? It's yeah. it's the Cardinals, but it's the Cardinals by a mile. Absolutely, not even close. <laughs> no, because the Braves have played like right now. The Braves are 97 and 59, yep. one game behind the Mets. Yep. The Mets are hanging on for dear life. I, I just, give the Mets I, credit though. Like I didn't think it would. I know they had a hot start. I didn't think it was gonna. Like I thought, the Braves were going to take control a lot sooner, but the the Mets every time the Braves look like they're going to pass them, the Mets just say, "Nope, not happening." <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, "What am I missing here?" Yeah, because like, like it, it, it's almost as though like they they want to pull away, but they can't. Yeah, and then the Braves get close enough where at one point, you know, a couple weeks ago, they overtake the Mets. And now you're looking at this and you're going, it's basically whoever whoever survives out of those two. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they both could end up that, you know, they both could end the season with a hundred plus wins. Yeah. 98, 97 right now. So definitely a hundred win. Yeah. I, and I didn't think there would be two 100 win teams in this division. I'll be honest. No, never. I would have never, if you would have yeah. told me at the beginning of the season that there would be 200 win teams, I would have, I would have, I, I would have, I would have solely bet against it. <laughs> right. And what's wild is like the Mets for the first half of the season missed the Grom. And then there was a large portion where Scherzer was out. It's, and that's, and the Braves to that to that conversation too. The Braves, anytime someone is missing from their lineup, someone gets in. They always seem to have the next 22, 23, 24 year old stud. Yep. Whether it's a pitcher, infielder, outfit, like it that to me blows my mind as far as the way that they are able to just recirculate talent. Yeah, I mean they have the two rookie of the year candidates on their team. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two insane. of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the rookie of the year will be in Atlanta Brave. It's just a matter of which one. It's like, yeah, and, you know, it's so hard to think about this team in the playoffs because it's been so long, and you want them to kind of break that schneid. Now, if they – if there is another collapse and they end up not making the playoffs – they will now solely own yep. the longest playoff drought. And for a team that is a f- the, probably the fourth highest market in terms of population for yep. you know professional sports, for that franchise to have that long of a drought where – because the Mariners are what? They, they're, their magic number is one at this point? Yeah, they're, they're in, I think. Um... So – and right now, like the the game tonight gets canceled, so they're hypothetically going to try to play two tomorrow. Barring yeah, the, the Mariners aren't even in, yeah, it's like one one and a half. I think they're they're in the second wild card spot, Seattle. So right. they're not even in the third. So they're they're, they're pretty much in. But yeah, I mean, it's, if they do have this monumental collapse that we've been dreading for the last week or two, um. It feels like this. It feels like this would be the worst one that they've had, right? Like I mean, that, that. That would feel like rock bottom to me. Yeah. And I, it sucks we have to think about, but like, this is the reality we're living. It. I mean, it really is. Like I, I look at that and I go, "What are What are we looking for yeah. in this team?" And I'm going, at this point. I'm just looking for a pulse. Yeah. Like I'm looking for somebody to be able to get in somebody's ass and just say like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, are are we really, are we trying to make the playoffs? Are we trying to be productive? Are we trying to have a, a real shot? Because to be honest in baseball, you really only just have to get in. There were like, and I, and I always look back to that, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that 11 team yep. that plays the Cardinals, yep. right? That that team in 2011 was, like, fast track for the World Series. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right, they and had they were, what? They had 100 and, 104, 100 I think. 104, 108, 108 wins. Yeah, 105, something like that, yeah. And they run into the Cardinals in that five-game series, you know, and then you get you, – you, you let a, you let that team hang around until game five. 102. And then 102. You let them hang around until game five. And then 
you give up Roy Halladay gives up one run in the first inning and then they don't score any. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Classic they, Phillies. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like to me, I'm going, so that to me gives me hope, right? Get me in the, get me in the conversation. But at the same time, I'm looking at it and I'm going, I want you to be productive. Yeah. I want you to go in and do it. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm also seeing the reality of the situation where I'm seeing the bullpen that's kind of here one day, gone the next. You, you've you've lost key pieces in the in the back end of that bullpen. Yeah. You've got starting pitching that is infrequently unreliable. Like, and you got the lineup that, to be honest, Mike. If I told you the guys that pitched against the Phillies in that day game against the Cubs, you, I mean that's essentially the that Cubs team is essentially a Triple A team at this point. Yeah, pretty much. They got like, like two good players, like I mean Ian Happ and Contreras. It's like it's kind of all they have, and that's it. And they let those okay. guys like they let that squad just basically ruin them. Yeah, like. How in a game that essentially at this point you have to win, you get shut out. Yep. Yeah. Well, the the guy that you're talking about that like we hope is the guy to kind of put the team on his back and you know get get the team hype and people can rally around is Bryce Harper, and he's been he's had a dreadful month of September. But how much of that is the injury? Like it's still lingering. Something's not right with Bryce Harper. Um, so he's kind of the soul of the team. It just, I, I don't, I don't understand what that, cause like you can't sit Bryce Harper. He's a reigning MVP. You're not, right. if he can say he can play, he's going to play, but he's kind of, it's, it's weird to me that this team's best stretch of baseball came when Bryce Harper was out of the lineup. We, you guys were talking about this on Monday. Yeah. I, you would think that that burst of energy would have come when he returns. Yep. And they should have, they yeah. just, and you know, in an alternative universe, he comes back. They just insert him into the lineup. They pick up right where he left off. It's almost as though they knew when he was out that they had to pick up for him. Yeah. And then once he came back they're they're kind of just solely relying on him. Yeah. But All right, guys, Bryce is back. We, we don't have to do our job anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard because, like, you know, we knew that that stretch between the, the, the games in Atlanta and then home with Toronto and then home in Atlanta, we knew that that stretch was going to be rough. Yeah. That's a tough, tough two weeks. But never did I ever think that coming out of that Atlanta series – that you'd then go to the Cubs and you drop all three. Yeah. Haven't beat the Cubs once this season. 0-6. Oh, God, that's right. Because <laughs> they 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 had them coming right out of the All-Star break, right? I believe, yep. Sounds about right, yep. And they lost the three-game series at home. Yep. What the fuck? What the yeah, fuck is yeah, up with the Cubs? Like, like, what about the Cubs is so scary? Oh, my God. Cubs have 71 wins. Six of Seven. them. Six of them are against the Phillies. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, not for nothing, Mike, but they're nineteen and a half games back. Yep. 
and they're because of that stretch with the Phillies, they're nine and one in their last ten. Yeah, <laughs> a team that is literally yeah. playing for nothing is nine and one in their last ten, yeah. and the Phillies, who are playing for everything, are three and ten in their last thirteen. Yep. <sighs> so frustrating. It, I know it is. It's so it is. frustrating because it's like you want to. It's like that uh, we we got it in our merch store, but it's like that eternal like let's hope for next season. Yeah, I just I I want they're so close with this playoffs, and I want so bad for them to play in those meaningful games. Yeah, we we talked about this on our show Monday um, about if you do get in, right? Obviously, Wheeler and Nola are your one and two. Any order, I probably go Wheeler than Nola, but. You look at the third game, and who who are you throwing on the mound in the third in the third game of a playoff series? Like there, there's not a guy that you that you like can automatically pick. There's about five guys, and I don't trust really any of them. No, like I'm looking at if I, if I if I'm looking at that, like I look at lefty righty matchup. Yeah, right. So if it's a lefty righty right, you're picking from either Suarez or Falter. Falter has pitched really well. He's been one of their more consistent guys. It's it's like, weird to say, I know. It's it's hard to say you can't trust Falter in that third spot. It really is going to depend on whether or not, you know, what what kind of lineup St. Louis, you know, it, hypothetically St. Louis would put out. Yeah. But if it's a right-hander, like, is he? Like, like, like to me, like, I might – like if I have to look at Gibson, like is Gibson a guy that you really trust in no. right in what would be an elimination game? Yep. You know, Syndergaard obviously Yeah, Syndergaard, I don't is, trust him at all either. Like I mean he's like there's it, a reason that he got relegated to the bullpen. Right. And if if it was me, I would probably start the game with Ranger, but when Ranger hits inning number five or six, he tends to blow up so i think it's i would like go that, it's like that third go, time through the line exactly so i think i would go ranger to start and then go to a guy like eflin in the fifth or sixth inning which in his couple of bullpen you know a couple of times where he's coming out of the pretty bullpen, good yeah looks impressive like yep. I, I i will not hate him in that role if that's his role through the rest of the season yeah i agree <clears throat> so today Right, they they play they play the first half of what was supposed to be a doubleheader in Washington. Yeah, they right, kind of screwed they kind of screwed the pooch there. Like, why not start one and four? Why did they have to? Why did they wait till seven o'clock to start that second game? I don't know. Like that to me, if you knew that, like, come on, like we yeah. all we we all see the giant green blob <laughs> coming right. up the fucking East Coast. Yep. Like you know that you have to get these games in by Sunday. Right. Like. And you also can't put your players in a position to play a fucking triple header on Sunday. Right, on Sunday, start, right? start at nine a.m. Right. <laughs> like Phillies and waffles. Let's <laughs> right, like you, you got Have the Phillies and, and, and the game from uh, the game from that, that's going to be played in Tottenham Hotspur. Right? You got those two games on at the same time. Right, like how do you not look at that and go, hmm, "All right, well, we're going to play like noon and four. Right. Yep. Like just get them done, get them done early, right? You're done because it didn't start raining on the East Coast in D.C. until, 
you know, what, about seven, seven thirty. So like, yeah, six thirty, seven, seven thirty. Yep, something so like, like that. I don't know. I'm just I'm looking at it. Uh, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, friend friend of the show, Doug. Yep. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) So he he's the one responsible for the ghost pepper popcorn. That that was him. Okay. So so that's what that. (laughs) All right. So how did how did that how did that come about? Oh man, I forget exactly how they came. I I think he he got it from like his brother in law. So I I work uh, with with Doug. Um, okay. And he his brother in law gave it to him, and he's like, I'm not I'm never gonna use this or eat this. So he said here he gave it to me he's like here do this on the show i'm like why he's like so i can watch you suffer I'm like all right nice <laughs> oh my god yeah that's funny he and told me he, he, he wanted me to do the one chip challenge it's supposed to which is supposed to be 10 times like hotter and spicier than those, that popcorn that i had so that'll happen at some point i'm sure <sighs> I, uh, listen that's <laughs> anything that's for funny. views Listen, you know what? At this point, any, any anything to get people dialed in. Exactly. You know, oh god, oh my god, I can't. That's too funny, right? But so, yeah. so that so that game starts right. Hoskins homers in the first, right? Then Segura, you know, he he gets the the two RBIs in the fourth. You know, Castellano scores with you know Brad Marsh going to set like they 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 won. Five to one. Falter looked <laughs> impressive, right? Goes six innings, no uh, no earned runs, six Ks, two walks. Okay, I'll take that. Like, yeah. I so I I didn't watch a game. It was an early game, so I didn't get a chance to yeah. to watch it. Um, I was kind of keeping a, keeping an eye on it, and I saw that they they tried to make it interesting at the end. I saw bases loaded with one out, I believe. Yep. Um, so they tried to uh, they tried to make it interesting. Um, I believe that was uh, Dominguez on the mound, I believe, right? And he's actually mm-hmm. been their probably best guy out of the bullpen this year so far. But so that might have been just a one-off kind of thing. But uh, from my understanding also, and I know you said Reese had the early home run, he had a bad error I heard too, right, so, in halfway yeah. through the game to, to let up that run, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, okay. know what I don't know what their plan is with Reese Hoskins long-term. Okay. You t- so you're you're sitting in the GM chair. They call yeah. you up. What do you do with Hoskins? Um, he, it's so tough because he's a productive bat, but his bat goes very, very cold. And I think the money that he's going to want or demand, or right, he's a Scott Boris agent or, or client, guy, right? right? So I think he's going to demand some money. I think I would be more comfortable moving a guy like Schwarber or even Bohm to first base. Walking away from Hoskins and move, use that on a starting pitcher. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. I I am totally fine with moving on from Hoskins. I'm going Trey Turner though. I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. uh, like I yeah. I want that guy that I know I can stick in at the top of the lineup, set the table. In the middle of the infield, slide stop to second. That way, I can also walk away from Segura. Yep, because he's a free agent too, I believe. He's a free agent, yeah. right? So that money comes off the books. Yep. I think that sets your lineup to be a lot more productive because now you got a guy like Marsh, who's a young guy who you now can slide to the bat. You know, 
keep him at the back of your lineup where he can be productive. He, you don't feel like you got to put your center fielder in the leadoff spot. <laughs> and by and the way, and, and he's been productive too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, he's been kind of hit or miss, but his numbers as a Philly have been solid. But like, if if they add a guy like Trey Turner, I will not have to watch Kyle Schwarber lead off anymore. Why mm-hmm. is this? Why is this still a thing? Like I've been saying it since they signed him. He's not a leadoff guy. Don't put him in the leadoff spot. And all year they haven't changed it. All year it's been Kyle Schwarber leading off with his two thirteen average or whatever it is now. Um, that's got to stop. That's got to stop. Yeah, I. I mean, he's essentially there because there's nobody else to be there. Because they don't have anyone else that's that that has been in that spot. Yeah, I would to put. Be productive. Well, I feel like Segura has been there a couple times over the last couple of years. I feel. Um, I would, oh, I would yeah. The, I, yeah, I would either put Segura there, or I know he hasn't batted leadoff much, but his average, his average is solid. I wouldn't hesitate to put Bohm there. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Really? Yeah, maybe that's Talk weird. Through, like, I, it's a guy. That's a guy I haven't I haven't thought about. Um. So. <laughs> I'm kind of this uh, – maybe this is kind of like an older school way of thinking. I, people don't really think this much anymore. Like, I want the guy that gets on base the most at the top of my lineup and that he's got the first, second, third best batting average on the team. He's a guy that gets hits. He, he might not hit for power all that often. He might not hit gap to gap, but he's a singles guy. He gets on base. Um, And then this way I, I would move Schwarber down to four or five. And okay. then you maybe have either one, either Boehm or Segura, one, two. You could kind of flip-flop them. Get okay. the, try to get those guys on base, Harper, three or four. And then this way you have guys on base for guys like Harper and Schwarber to drive them in. I don't hate your argument. Yeah. I I, just, I, never, I, just, I, I wouldn't have thought to, to slide Boehm in that spot. But hearing your like, – I, I, I don't hate the idea. Yeah. I, th- I think, I don't know, Hoskins to me just seems like a guy that for the amount of money that he's going to demand with the experience that he has, and he's got the numbers to kind of back it up. Sure. He's a 30-plus home run guy, yeah. When you look at across the course of the season, the ebbs and flows are so drastic that to me, I I – if I'm going to invest money like that, I'd rather invest it in a guy like that or invest it in a guy that's going to be your number one or two in your rotation. And then that slides Wheeler and Nola back, maybe a slot. Yeah. And maybe, you know, strengthens that part of your team. Well, my scenario with Segura or Boehm at the top is. Without signing Trey Turner, if you sign Trey Turner, yeah, yeah Trey Turner is that guy. <laughs> like, you, right. if you, if you have a chance to sign Trey Turner, you do it. Um, but but back to the pigeon, like I think Noel is up after this year, isn't he? Or is he got one more year left? I think he's close. Ooh, I believe he's close. It's either, that yeah, it's either at the end of this year or at the end of next year, I believe. Um, because they're gonna have a decision to make there too. Oh, truly, you know, truly. I mean, and uh. Here we go. 
I'm trying. Yeah, to I just now. I don't know. He, he, okay, he has he has one more season than as a free. Yeah, game. I was gonna say one more. Um, okay. That to me is a guy that I look at and go, he's got one more year. Yep. Enjoy that jersey while you got it, because I think after the I think after this year, I think Dombrowski is a guy that's not gonna not gonna hold on to guys too long. I think he's kind of in that sell not not sell but like i'm trying to win now like they have that window with harper that they know they have to capitalize on because at some point i mean they're the the money that they're paying harper is so cheap compared to yeah the production that they're getting from him when the what they could be getting would cost them exponentially more. Oh, right? he's sure. not that contract yeah. is not drowning the Phillies from from pursuing other guys. No, I it's <laughs> the Harper thing is weird to me because there's still people out there saying oh he's overpaid and and uh, it was a, it's such an awful signing because like they look at the last two months of him having no shoulder, or probably even longer than two months of him his yep. arms just being shot, he can barely swing probably. Um, and I've heard like Tommy John for him possibly. I've heard that thrown out. Um, I hope, hopefully, that's not the case, but you never know. But like, once he gets healthy, like the Bryce Harper, he's one of the best hitters in the game. That's the, the contract's worth it. Anyone an MVP, like the contract's worth it. I'd do it again in RP. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And and like, so all right. If you had to go back between him and Machado, um. I like Harper's attitude more. Um, I like his mentality more. Yeah. I it the fits, talents, it fits here. It, for sure, yeah, yeah. It, it's, the talents are probably similar. Machado, I think he struggled recently, but the first half of the season he was ridiculous. He was in, like, MVP talks. He's fallen off since, but right. he, was, he was really good. I, I think I would take Harper. Yeah, I think I would I, do the same thing. If I had to go back and choose between the two of them, yeah. I think yeah. – and, and seeing, again, how he – how his – his approach plays in this city. Yeah. I mean, it fits right in. So I wouldn't, it, I, I don't have revisionist history on that. No, no. Yeah, no, Machado's a great player. I just don't like his lackadaisical approach. Like, he just kind of laid back. He doesn't seem like he really cares. Not that, not saying he doesn't care. It just seems like he doesn't yeah. at times. I agree. Machado, so. I agree. So, Mike. Yes. Where are we at a week from now? Oh, man. Uh, I, I didn't think you, this I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah, I didn't think this through. So I, I don't know what their plan is, I guess, for this series with the Nationals, how many games they're actually going to play. Um, God, I, I have no idea. And, all right, I'm trying to think who the Brewers play. They play right. Miami right now, and then they play the Diamondbacks, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I still find it hard to believe that the Phillies missed the playoffs. I really do. I know it's been a, a rough stretch here, but you got you got to win the National Series. And I really think the Astros are going to be looking to the playoffs. I think they might take two or three against the Astros. Yeah, listen, like I'm looking at that, like they these three games that they got coming up with Washington. Yeah, you have to take. You got to take all of them. Yeah. And then that way you're not 
in, in and hopefully in those three games that you take from Washington, right? Their magic number as they sit right now is five. Yep. With you gotta hope to that you got five, <laughs> your magic number is five. You got you got six games left. Yeah. So you know. The Marlins are are incessantly playing spoiler at the end of every season. If they, they end up taking two out of three from the from the Brewers right now, still nothing, right? nothing it, by the way. It's nothing, nothing in the sixth. Yeah. Alcantara's only given up two hits. Um, but God, if if I'm sitting here next week on October sixth, going. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> I'm gonna lose. Like, uh, as if that a, happens, I'll make a call to the broad street line and I'll uh, I'll, I'll voice my frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So listen, <laughs> listen. Not let, let's segue. We can segue. Yeah, right there you through. go. Here we go. This is the broad street line where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. All right, so we got our our, our Broad Street Line call of the week. So here we go. Let's, so we got – so I don't know, Mike, have you, have you heard of, of uh, Corner Pub Sports? Yes, I have. So this is, uh, this is Sean from Corner Pub Sports with our Phillies – Broad Street Line Call of the Week. Listen, how how bad is it that you're the call of the week is not only depressing yep. about the decline, but it ends with a go birds. <laughs> like so like if if I'm looking at it and I'm unpacking this, right? I think when when he's talking about it like that, they're they're just numb, right? He he's numb to the point of seeing it, it it's it's almost like Groundhog Day, yeah. right? We've seen we've seen this year after year after year where yeah they get just close enough they get <laughs> they get close enough to pull you in, right? And then it's close enough to just kick you in the nuts. Yeah, again, I said it earlier. Like it feels like the worst one though. Like it's oh man. I mean, this is probably what the fourth collapse if it happens. Yeah. In a row? Yeah. Right, because you had one with Gabe, two with mm-hmm. Girardi, and two then Girardi. one, one and this then... year, if, if it happens. Oh, God. Like, yeah, like, Sean, numb, 100%. <laughs> I, like, I don't even have any feeling right now as far as, like, the games. Like, you yep. would think if this team is fighting for a playoff spot, they got six, their their magic number is five. They got six games to play. You think everybody is dialed in 
to every pitch. Every pitch is a playoff game. And it's almost like, yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no urgency. None. No, and I think the fans feed off that. Yeah. When it feels like there's no urgency from the team, that automatically directly connects to every fan because this city lives and dies. One of our faults as Philly fans, right, is that we treat every sport and every game and every sport like it's an Eagles game. So, every, yeah. like, and because the Eagles play 17 games, right, every game has a heightened level of, of importance. But in this city, we treat all 162 games of the, the Philly season, we treat every Sixers game, every Flyers, like, well, maybe not the Flyers anymore. Like, <laughs> at one time, at one time, it was though. At one time, it was. At, listen, at at one point, right when you know half the city's drinking the orange Kool Aid, yes, yep. everybody lived and died with the Flyers. Hopefully, we get back to that point at some point. But like, yep. but like this is, I mean, it's a sports town. Like it's uh, it's a cliche, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, when the team's doing well, people are going to get behind it. Look at the stretch from. I guess away to eleven. They had two hundred and fifty-seven straight sellouts. Like people will come if you put a good product on the field. It's that simple. You make the playoffs, even if you back in. I think that well, they, the first playoff series wouldn't be home. But if you make it to the second round and you get a playoff, a home playoff game, the place will be packed. Like it's that simple. It, it will sell out. Yeah, it will be electric. <laughs> it would be incredible for the city. Like this yep. city needs this sellout playoff spot so bad. I just need them to get over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it might be too early to ask this question, but I asked it a week, a week or so ago. I I tweeted out a poll. I don't know. I don't know if you voted on it, but have you seen enough from Rob Thompson to make him your manager next season? I couldn't believe the result of my poll. 97% of people said, yes, I thought that was a crazy number. Do you feel comfortable making him the manager next year, or see how the next week plays out and then make your decision? I I did vote. I did okay. vote yes. Okay. But it wasn't it wasn't a convincing yes. Yep. It took me a minute to kind of settle on saying I I'd, I'd be comfortable with it. Yep. I think seeing where this team started with Girardi. Sure. Yeah. And seeing how far back they were when he took when Thompson took over to where they are now. I think he's earned the opportunity to at least be considered for that position. I sure. think that I think the players obviously responded well to playing with him mm-hmm. or playing for him, but to me I'm always looking around going, "All right, well, who are the other good options?" Sure, yeah. And I don't know the answer to that right now. Right, yeah, like yeah. I and listen, in baseball it's either one of two things. It's either the old guy like Dusty Baker and Tony LaRusso that have been managing for their entire lives. Yep. Or it's a young guy that either played in the game or you never heard of. Yeah. Right. So with this team, with the guys that they have and the experience that they have, I don't think I would go down the route of like young guy. I would go more experienced guy if I'm going anywhere. And if they're already responding to this guy, I think, is it, 
if it were me, I would say if there's a way to put him on a year to year, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I don't hate that. But I don't I just I just think if they do have the collapse, I think anything's on the table. And Ooh. I'm not ready to give him the job. Uh, if, you you look elsewhere to see if something's there, and if not, you kind of fall back on Thompson. A hundred percent. He is the he he is he he is the fallback, right? He's the guy that that you come back to at the end of the day and say, "All right, well, we didn't find anybody else better." Right. Yep. I agree. So, listen, I, I'm all I'm all for trying to trying to look at this through the. The, the the red Kool-Aid glasses yeah. and, and, you know, and wanting to say like they should, Washington is complete trash, yep. right? They should not lose a single game to them because of how bad, I mean, they're not even at this point, they're barely a triple A team with the right. guys that, they, that they're putting out there. So if any of these games are even moderately competitive, I'm like scratching my head going, what what am I doing here? Yeah. I, I just hope that by the time that that Houston series rolls around, that they're dead set on setting their guys up to be rested for that first round of playoffs and not trying to put themselves in any kind of position to have to win any games to position themselves in a playoff spot. Right. Yeah, I mean, if, if they do what they, they're supposed to do against the next in the next three games against Washington, you might only have to take one of those. Houston games. Yeah. You might not have to take two or three. So fingers crossed, Mike. Yeah, I know. Fingers crossed. Yep. It's it's bad enough they already have the biggest drought in the in the National League. I don't need it to be the all of MLB. You know, I, mean, I, I, mean, I don't need that. Good gracious. Oh my yeah. god, that's oh God, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say other than to say I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed. I'll be checking in. I'll be tuning in. They they did. I mean, they did bring up Derek Hall. So I, I, he had a nice little stint earlier in the year. Maybe they get a little more pop in the lineup. I, I don't know. It's all at I got. Least, it's all like it's all, the only thing optimism I have right now. Oh my god! <laughs> relying on Derek Hall. <laughs> relying on Derek Hall. Good God! That's but where that's, I'm at. <laughs> that's where you're at. You're you're at having somebody moderately credible off the bench. Yep, that's where I'm at. All right. Just that's give him a little it. bit of oomph in the lineup. I, I don't that's all I got. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if that's where we're at, Mike, listen, any anything you want to throw out there for uh we'll, we'll we'll throw some final thoughts out there. Anything you got going on you wanna Yeah you wanna so so I'm just really happy that Albert Pujols <laughs> hit home run number seven hundred. Um <laughs> One of my favorite players to watch growing up, an all-time great. I don't think people truly understand just how special he was, especially in the early half of the season, at least the, maybe the younger generation. I don't think he realized just how awesome he was in his St. Louis days. Um, an all-time great first bout Hall of Famer, obviously one of the best to ever do it, one of the best that I've ever seen play. Uh, I, it was just it was awesome to see 700, and now he can add on to it in the next five, six, seven games or so. Um, he it's it was just awesome. I, I I care so much more about that than Aaron Judge anything he's doing. I just Albert Pujols all day. I'm 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 so happy it happened. Listen, my my final thought was about Pujols, right? Okay. And it was and, and it was gonna the the fact that 
in in that moment with that with the importance of what that home run means to him for yep. his career in that moment he didn't collect any memorabilia yeah right he said you know what let the fans have it it's more important to them which speaks so much to his character yep. as a person and as a player he's a guy that was just consistent throughout his career and a guy that, and this is where I always kind of judge guys, right? It's a guy that you never read anything about on anything other than the sports page. Yeah. Right. You didn't hear about him in any other way, shape or form other than what he did on the field. Yeah. Um, So kudos to, to, to Albert Pujols for, you know, creating that monumental mindset, the, the, that, milestone right and then i didn't get the hype with aaron judge like i like i understand i get it i just don't care (laughs) yeah and that's and that's kind of where i'm at like yeah i was like really like uh, okay but like and like and i know people hate the steroid era but like Barry Bonds has the home run record. And I know he's still trying to chase the Yankee record and the American League record and that's still special. But I I just don't care. I don't it's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well listen, Mike, hopefully in a week we're gonna play listen, we'll 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 take us we'll have we'll have Richie's Uncle Jack take us out. Okay. Do you know the story behind us? Uh, we're talking about the fightings that we we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Reggie's. I do know the story. Yes. <laughs> oh, I meant to ask you, what's going on with your uh, your survivor pool? Survivor pool. Uh, we have a winner, I believe. Me and me and the guy. <laughs> me, me and the guys are talking. <laughs> After three weeks. <laughs> After three weeks, me and the guys are talking. We might do something. To extend it a little bit, whether that's okay. a double elimination for the people that got knocked out in week three, who knows? We're we're thinking of something. I can't have the survivor pool, you know, lose after three weeks. I, I just I end after three weeks. I can't do it. I I can appreciate that. So, got fifteen more weeks left. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. Tell them where they can find your stuff, brother. All right, yeah. Um, at Mike underscore Giletto on Twitter. Um, we're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Fired Up Podcast, FiredUpSports.com. Really trying to push that website. Um, yeah. So you it. got a guy writing, uh, putting out some Eagles articles now? Yeah, yeah. We just, um, Campbell uh, put out his first article um, the other day um, about the possibility that, like, Hertz is entering the MVP uh, discussion, so. It's uh That's yeah, we're trying to ramp up the the Eagles coverage now that the we're full blown Eagles season. Nice. And I'm sure I'm sure there'll be some uh Phillies hate pieces within the next week if oh, if sure. they do indeed do the thing that we hope they don't do. At some point, Mike, there will be a Phillies hate piece. I'm sure, I'm sure there will be. Absolutely. <laughs> At some point. Yep, absolutely. Uh listen, you know, you can find all the our, our link tree, you can go over there and find all of our sponsors with Streaker Sports and Lots of Rain Watches. Shocked Energy, Team Clicks. Go find all of our stuff over there. Uh, use the discounts. Use the codes. Go support us. We got our, our merch store. We got a couple of uh, new things that dropped in the merch store. We got the new uh, – we, we dropped a uh, A.J. Brown uh, 
Devonte Smith Batman. Uh, really, I didn't see this. Yeah, I'll, yeah, cool. I'll have to check let me, it out. Let me pull. Let me. Ah, you know what? It's right here. Let me pull it up. Maybe. No, it's not there. All right. Well, it's I'll out there. It out. I'll check it we'll out. Che- <laughs> we'll, we'll check it out. Yo. Here we go. Hey, hey, listen to this guy. How, tell me how you're feeling here. You're screaming. I am stoked, baby. You're screaming like it's still the game going on. I'm talking about the fightings here. The fightings. Said. Said. Should. Said, Mike. Yeah, Stokes. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.